0: Well, we start here this afternoon. The Department of Public Enterprises says it will oppose a court application to have SAA Airways uh, placed under provisional liquidation. Now, the department said it was notified of court application by SA Air Link aimed at interdicting the business rescue practitioners of SAA from convening a creditors' meeting to vote on a business rescue plan for SAA. Now, the application by SA Air Link also seeks to have SAA placed under provisional liquidation. And we join on the line now by Acting Director General in the Department of Public Enterprises, uh, Khatatso Takudi. Thanks so much for your time this afternoon. Uh, Thank you, Sakina. I hope this is a lot clearer now. Uh, Well, it's a lot better from a disturbance point of view. Thanks so much uh, for the effort. Uh, Mr. Takudi, let's start here. Uh, Does the court application come as a surprise to the Department?
1: Um it certainly does um uh, Sakina yes, could you call our the business rescue process had been unfolding uh for quite some time and the parties um uh, that um, have now are now um, instituting this action uh, had an opportunity because they were part of the credit committee to have raised their uh discomfort with the process with the BR practitioners. As well as uh, with ourselves, uh, we, had, um, we had we had the uh, open lines and open door uh, with the various stakeholders within the local aviation industry, and uh, if there was uh, uh, areas that they needed to have clarified or concerns that they wanted us to be addressed, to, for us to address them, they, would, they should have um, taken advantage of that. So, at this late stage, when the business rescue plan needs to be approved, that you have. Uh, This challenge going forward is certainly a big surprise on our side and we believe it's not um, a constructive way of proceeding with with this matter.
0: Mr. Takuri, what sort of deliberations has the department had with SAA Link and SAA Express?
1: Um, As as you are aware, both of them are franchisees franchisees rather to SAA. So they have been providing a feeder network for, for SAA as Express, um, uh, as it is well known, has gone into uh, a liquidation, is in provisional liquidation currently, and it was a 100% owned entity of the state. So, so that the discussions with them would have was were a lot easier um, in terms of what the future should should be, uh, considering that we um, they were owned by the state. Airlink, we only have a small shareholding in them, which is about 2.9%. Um, and the discussions that has ensued uh, between us has um, has been uh, with regard to, you know, the post um, uh, COVID era, what what kind of um, uh, role the state can help out in terms of ensuring that we still have a viable um, uh, airline industry uh, in uh, post COVID. Um, so that's the, the kind of discussions that we have had. We have not had. Uh, uh, commercial discussions with them; uh, those, um, the BRPs, the current um, accounting authorities at SAA, uh, would have been at the forefront of those engagements.
0: Uh, Which is why I asked the initial question of whether you were surprised uh, by this uh, court action because there have been and quite widely reported uh, a disgruntlement uh, from these two entities, especially SA Express, in terms of how the department has treated them during these negotiations uh, during the COVID period. The the
1: issue of SA Express, uh, the employees... As you are aware, have um, raised concerns, um, uh, and have said, um, uh, and uh, we've got to packages uh, to ensure orderly closure of the of the airline, and uh, that has uh, uh, is in the hands of the liquidators, uh, as you are all aware. Uh, and on our side, the government, we have intervened um, to help out where we, we could. And we believe that there's still room going forward to, to help out in terms of ensuring that the employees at least are uh, better taken care of um, uh, once the, uh, the airline has, um, has met which seems to be its eventual demise. Um, so, so we continue to work very hard within government to see what kind of uh, support package can be put together for those employees. So I think, they have, like, I think there are two issues I, I hear where, where you're coming from, but they are technically different because um, Airlink continues to be a viable business. Um, uh, they, and the issues that they have raised um, is whether a, a government is treating this matter properly uh, and whether they're not being disadvantaged as a, as a commercial entity in terms of how the BR process has, has unfolded. So, and, um, and obviously we, we believe that, um, uh, that they are not uh, being disadvantaged. We believe the process has unfolded legally as it should have. We believe there are avenues within the BR uh, process that they could have taken up to address their concerns.
0: So just coming back to the SA Express situation and, and questions have been asked in that regard as to why government seems to be uh, quite happy to let SA express go under and yet even though uh, in november uh it was clear that government had no plans of trying to save saa there has been an about turn so why the difference in treatment of these two entities
1: um government in the last two years um has uh, has put in 1.5 billion times uh into saa express um, uh, trying to fill up um, a hole that was left behind by nine years of mismanagement at SAA, okay. at SAA Express. And my apology. Um, and, um And that has proven not to be enough. We've put in a, a new leadership team, um, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that said they want to help and understood the gravity of the situation at SAA Express. Uh, at both board level as well as an executive level to come and help out. And, and that task turned out to be much more difficult uh, for them to undertake. Um, and, um, and the airline, Sakina, uh, uh, you know, had there was about 15 aircraft that they were operating. They were struggling to get uh, uh, five aircraft onto the line. And they needed, uh, uh, you know, modern beds to ensure uh, sustainable operations. And what happened with uh, when COVID-19 came around, like with a, a lot of airlines around the world, I must add South Africa is not unique in this regard. Um, it, the, the challenges that they had tended uh, ended up being too big to overcome. So and that led to the demise of the airline. You cannot guarantee. Um, for rather, you cannot um, keep the airline going for its own sake. It has to have a market. It has to have the confidence uh, in the market. And and those that have uh, flown with Airlink, uh, with uh, rather Express, have seen the challenges that they had in the maintenance of the schedule was uh, a bit of a challenge. So so that's where we find we have found ourselves with with that particular airline. Um, uh, uh, so again, on on the uh, contrary, the the uh, SAA could still justify its existence. What needed to happen was that it needed to have a, a deep restructuring which the business process has now delivered. Uh, and uh, SAA, as you know, is a um, very critical link for our river trading partners. Um, it's very important with regard to our own tourism market here terms of bringing people into the country. It's, uh, so on that basis, there is a case that could be made to maintain SAA um, um, uh, even in the post-COVID uh, era. So, so that's where the difference is. And and, and I just want to say that um, uh, each each case um, has been dealt on its own merits. And as I expressed, uh, despite numerous. Uh, sessions that we had with the business as practitioners that, that, that uh, were brought in. We could not get to a viable plan that could be the basis for putting in more capital into the airline
0: we only saw uh, that business rescue plan coming through of late so at which point did government make this particular decision because it wasn't too long ago where government seemed to have washed its hands off SAA uh, seemingly thinking that this bus- you, uh, this uh, rather this rather uh, business was not salvageable so when did the about turn come number one uh, Mr. tlakudi and number two are you now able to account for the monies that the government has put into that rescue process?
1: Sorry, you're referring to SAA or SA Express?
0: No, I'm talking to SAA now.
1: Oh, well, uh, I'm I'm not sure what you mean when you say that there's been a late, uh, about 10. Um, uh, Was government um, always
0: committed to rescuing, uh, uh, to to, to actually uh, putting SAA back on a firm footing?
1: Of course. And then it was, and that's what had informed the decision on the 5th of December last year to bring in uh, the business rescue practitioners. We had realized that the processes that we had undertaken in the past, which had resulted in about eight around plans being developed and not being implemented, uh, could not be repeated again. So we needed something a little bit more drastic to, to address I- issues here. And we and as a show of our commitment, we put in about two billion rands into SAA in December last year, um uh, to ensure uh, to provide into the post commencement funding um for um you know to ensure the restructuring of the airline. And we put in a further three point five billion rands uh, in this in, in those years around, I think it was around March, when we put in that money to further funds uh, to provide the PCF that was required, um, and between uh, and uh, you know, beyond the the expertise that was brought in by the BR practitioners, the department also brought in an international consulting uh, firm to come and help us out uh, with the effort um, within the department. Uh, as well, we made uh, we have made um, uh, uh, people available to to engage uh, with their, their uh, practitioners as they undertook uh, the effort to ensure that uh, they can ensure the success of the of the business rescue process.
0: So, did you not at any point say that government will not be putting any more money into this business rescue process?
1: What you said was that. Um, uh, Sakina, that the the 5.5 billion that has been provided at the time was adequate to ensure that you get to a point where we have a business rescue plan that can then inform the decision uh, on federal funding. We are not at that stage, and we said that the government will not provide any federal funding until we see a plan, which is now where we are. Uh, currently, and as you may I recall, we really were you know the issue of um, of the uh, the form and shape that the, the SAA will emerge from the business uh, rescue process. Other areas that we needed to find each other uh, with the business rescue practitioners, and that's what we have been able to achieve now.
0: And with regard to accounting for the money that the uh, business rescue practitioners have spent to date, are you able to do that for us?
1: Uh, Second, you know, that remains the 5.5 billion rents. We, we have a, a process that is ongoing internally. Here we have been provided information by, uh, by the business rescue practitioners of transactions from December last year. So we'll have, um, a, in not so long a period, a better insight in terms of how that, that 5.5 billion rents um, have been spent.
0: Well, Mr. Tlakudi, thanks so much for your time. We have to unfortunately leave it there. Uh, DG at the Department of Public Enterprises, uh, Khatato Tlacudi, with us there.